When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is the Riverwind Coaches Corner presented by Riverwind, still the one. Also brought to you in part by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. And by Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. This is the Riverwind Coaches Corner. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert. Week two of the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind along with Gabe Eichert. I'm Chris Plank. Welcome aboard. And we head straight to the coach's office inside the South End Zone facility. The Switzer Center, he is Kale Gundy, co-offensive coordinator, inside receivers coach, who joins us to kick off week two of the Coach's Corner. Coach, congratulations on the 1-0 start. What a unique year, obviously, but did you like having the bye week after the first game? Uh, no, I thought it was definitely good. I thought it was, you know, time to get, it was really good time to get some guys back. And, um, you know, again, after the first year, there's, or excuse me, the first game, there's just so many things that you want to improve on and you want to have time to work on it. So having the open week gives you, gives you a lot of extra time to, to work on some things for the, for the second game. Now, Coach, you, you mentioned getting some guys back. Four of your top five guys weren't available in the opener, how nice was it to have a week of practice where you're getting some of those guys in your room back on the field? Well, it's, it's good. Being selfish, it's, it was really good for my room. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, again, just across the board, our, our team meetings, you know, our special teams meetings, I mean, our, our rooms are, are full again. You know, it's back to, back to normal. So, um, it, again, it's, it's, it's good to, you know, when you, when you go into these battles to have a, a lot of people to work with in case of certain situations of, of injuries or guys go down. But uh, we're, we're tra- starting to get guys back. 
You know, Kale, uh, in, in your role as co-offensive coordinator, you, you help oversee everything on the offensive side of the football. And I know we're, we're well removed from it now with the bye week, but kind of what stood out as you had a chance to look back on the film with the win over Missouri State in week one? Well, most importantly, just the, you know, the first game, just going out and, and getting the, you know, the first game jitters. You, you, you play a lot of players. We played every freshman that was available except for, I believe, one. Um, the rest of them were all out for certain reasons. Um, so we're playing a lot of new faces, whether there's some transfers or, or first-year players. But it's just good to go out there and get in the stadium, you know, get, get, get in, getting underneath the lights in the palace and uh, getting that first game underneath your belt and, and getting ready to move on to the second. Now, I'm just so curious. You are always so detail-oriented when it comes to game planning, Kale. How has not knowing what players may be available, how has that changed the way you guys and that offensive staff game plan? Like, do you have to prepare more personnel groupings? Do you have to have more packages because of that uncertainty going into games? Well, I think most importantly, it's just everybody that's in that meeting room has to be ready to play. And um, again, just, just like you said earlier, you know, just uh, do that week. I, I uh, you know, my top, I have five players in that meeting room. And four of those guys by Wednesday were, were, were gone and we're not going to be able to play. So um, we had to um, move a uh, former walk-on player over back to my position. We had to move Austin Stogner, came in and helped me in that position. And we moved a, uh, a current, or we kept a current walk-on receiver there, Finn Corwin. So it just, everybody's just got to be ready to play. Uh, there's just no way around it. And, um, you know, there's gonna, it's going to be like this all year long. So uh, just the importance of, of you know, all the players getting in to watch that extra film and being prepared to play on Saturdays. Yeah, it's the versatility of that receiver position, right, Coach, to where you have guys that can do a little bit of everything. You know, Teddy has nickname Austin Stogner. What is it, Stogkowski? Stogkowski. Yeah, yeah because uh, of the Rob Gronkowski. But this is a guy that can move around, and he does move around in different rooms quite he, a bit. He, he does. He does. We've moved him around. And, and the same with Braden Willis. Braden Willis was in my room at one time, and now he's in Coach Beamer's. Um, but those are the, um, you know, those are the guys that are, are very versatile. And and, uh, uh, you know, Jeremiah Hall, is, those guys can play in the backfield and play running back some when needed. They can play wings, and now they can play inline tight ends, or those guys can be flexed out as wide receivers. So uh, those guys are, are, you know, very, you know, very important players for our offense and for this football team. Coach, you mentioned Finn Corwin, and, and you've had a good run of walk-on ride receivers, uh, developing guys, you know, getting guys on scholarship. Some of those walk-ons, they put in such hard work throughout the week. How cool was it to see Finn kind of get his opportunity and make the most of it? You know, it is. I, I've always kind of taken a, um, a liking to, to, to walk-ons uh, that, that come here. Um, you know, first of all, it's, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to have the opportunity to play for the University of Oklahoma, whether you're a walk-on player or a scholarship player. But, uh, you know, those guys are all treated the same. I mean, they go through the grind. They go through the hard work. They go through all the preparation. And sometimes they don't see the glory of getting on the field and scoring touchdowns and, and things of that sort. But we've had a run of some players who've been walk-on players around here that have had a lot of success and guys have become starters and guys who have be, you know earned scholarships you know you go back to your Nick uh, Basquins you go back to your Lee Morris's uh, your Miles Teases uh, we have you know we got guys on here now Spencer Jones has been a good player for us who's our starting holder who's who's played for us in many games as an inside receiver and then you know here the other night Finn Corwin goes in and plays quite a bit 
uh, at least a half and, and has a couple catches. And, and when you can see whenever he caught that touchdown pass, you can see the enthusiasm and the excitement from our sidelines, uh, just the appreciation of knowing what a guy has to go through, uh, but having that opportunity to play out there underneath the big the lights. Hey, that's a great point on how they might not get that opportunity, but do you maybe see, I don't know if it would be the attention, as if, red, red, not red shirts, excuse me, but walk-ons always have maybe a little bit of an extra edge. Is are, are they ratcheted up a little bit more this year because that opportunity could be there more so in today's world than it has been in the past with COVID? Well, I, I mean, I know how we push our guys around here, and it doesn't matter if the situation is like it is right now or not. So, <laughs> I mean, it's ratched up from, it's stretched, ratched up from the get-go around here. But, um, but again, more so like we are talking about, there's going to be more of these players that are going to have to step up in roles. And, and you just have to prepare yourself. And, um, you know, a lot of times – you know, throughout the course of a season, those guys are on the, the scout defense or the, the scout offense, and you're going against the ones and the twos on the opposing side. So, um, but you still got to know what you're doing. You got to learn the system. Um, you you, you got to be able, whenever you do get in there, you got to be able to perform and, and uh, play on a high level. Speaking of stepping up in roles, uh, Coach Riley mentioned that with the low numbers last week, that you had to play a little scout team. So I'm just curious, Kale, how did that go? How did that feel on the body? How did it feel on the hammies? It did not feel very good. (laughs) Trust me, now being the oldest guy on the coaching staff, only 48, but being the oldest guy, you know, those days go by, you just don't feel the same. And and, uh, they're coming to you pretty soon too, Gabe, I can promise you. I, I haven't run since I retired. There would be so much popping and cracking. It would be so bad. You got to go on the bike. That's the you got to get. That's on the those only way. Bikes. Hey, I'm Peloton. I Peloton. think about you every time I get on there, Kale. No doubt. No doubt. It's the only way. Only way you can do it nowadays. <laughs> well, our final set. Our final question here in our first segment isn't really a question. It's more of a breakdown. Uh, I don't know. I kind of liked Eichard, Eichard's Island that we went with during the broadcast, but it's Eichard's Intel brought to you by Orthodontics exclusively. Uh, Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels, great supporters of the Sooner Sports Good Network. Guys. Great, Good guys. Good guys. I've spent guys. a lot of time in their, in their offices, matter of fact. They're, they're the best. Now, you got a play that stood out to you, Gabe, that you want to break down with Coach. Yeah, we got a little swing screen here to Seth McGowan. Now, of course, a talented freshman, yes. right? We all can acknowledge that. But one thing people may not know about Kale Gundy, no one on planet Earth preaches blocking downfield more than this man. Coach, how exciting was it to see those guys playing unselfish football and playing hard without the ball in their hands? I've never heard someone harp on that more than you do. Well, that's what that's why we create big plays. That's why we turn 7, 10, 12, 15-yard plays into 30, 40, 50-yard plays. That's why you have, you know, at the end of the game, your your yards per touch or carry is such a higher number than, than some places. And, um, it, again, the offense alignment allows these guys to get through the initial part, and then you got to do your job on the back end, you know, whether you got your hands inside and you're staying on blocks or you're running guys off. And, um, again, that's, what is, what's, that's, that's our job. That's what we're supposed to do. We're not just supposed to be a, a, um, a wide receiver that runs routes and catches the football. I mean, we're an all-around player, and that's what we're supposed to do. And you're not going to get on the field if you don't do those things. There you go. Good stuff. Eichard's intel breaking down the blocking downfield by Kale's receiving The McGowan kid's pretty good, too. He's not too bad, is he? We'll take a timeout. We'll come back <laughs> and wrap things up with Kale Gundy next on the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind. 
Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Medicine, Anheuser-Busch, and the OU College of Professional and Continuing Studies. And our community partners, Landers Auto Group, Coca-Cola, and OU Medicine. Coach's Corner is presented by Riverwind, still the one. Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Anheuser-Busch, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. Log on to Soonersports.tv slash podcast. Presented by Allstate and Riverwind. We've got one more segment with Cale Gundy inside the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind. Along with Gabe Eichert, I'm Chris Plank. Coach, real quick, before we talk about Kansas State and some more of your guys, we're celebrating the 20-year anniversary, of course, of the 2000 National Championship team. You were a part of that coaching staff. Cool story this week where they were talking about how Josh had struggled with Josh Hype with his elbow injury, that you were actually throwing some practice, uh, passes during practice late that year? Well, I mean, that was I was actually young back then, so uh, <laughs> I, I actually did that for probably about the first 15 or 16 years of uh, my coaching career, but uh, lately I've retired the, the extra throwing, so... Um, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. And I, I'd like to, I like to throw it around to those guys and show them back then I could still do it. <laughs> Great memories, though. Uh, we, in fact, we're, we're doing a, a special kind of a rewind. We're up to the Kansas game. Do you have memories that kind of come back from 2000 that still kind of permeate through today? The Kansas State game? Or the, the Kansas game is the game we're on. Then on to Texas and what? I think Red October is what? Texas, Kansas State, then, then, um, uh, Nebraska, right? Yes. Think, yeah. Yes. Yes. No, I, I don't. Uh, I, I hate to apologize. I don't remember much from the KU game <laughs> 20, 20 years ago. I can tell you about the 2000 Kansas State game because that was uh, is obviously a big game. But the, the Kansas one, I, I have a hard time remembering. But that year, though, as far as memories are concerned, that was pretty special because that was year two. Uh, you, you being on, on Bob's staff, that had to be pretty special memories. It was, um, you know, given the opportunity by by uh, Coach Stoops to to bring me here and, and uh, you know for the you know when his staff started in '99 at a young age, um, gosh, what a great group of coaches and a great, what a great group of guys that we had, um, you know, that were on that staff and uh, we had, we had a fun time. We were, you know, obviously myself and Steve Spurrier were the two youngest ones, uh, but the rest of the coaches were obviously young as well. So uh, we had a lot of energy and uh, had some fun times on that staff. You know, it's interesting. We were talking about versatility and how you have guys that can be moving around from room to room. A lot of that is, is just size and speed. But can you coach versatility into a guy? Um, it's sometimes maybe a little bit. Um, you know, you can. I believe you could coach it if he's smart enough and he can handle, um, you know, the, the different roles that he may have to participate in or, you know, play on the field. But you know, a lot of times there's just certain guys that come out of high school that we recruit that we know, hey, this guy's going to be able to do multiple things. And we have some guys on our team right now that we know who could do those things, and, and they've turned out to do those. And, uh, you know, those guys are, again, when you can play multiple positions and help the team out at any time, they're, they're very valuable. Coach, shifting to y'all's preparation for Kansas State on Saturday, can you just feel a different energy in the building and on the practice field. And, and I know things are very weird right now, but 
We all remember what happened in Manhattan last year. Can, can you just feel more energy, more focus from your players? Well, you can. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, obviously nobody likes what happened last year. And, uh, you know, that, that stuff like that doesn't happen around here very often. So, uh, but again, we're now we're starting in the Big 12. It's just as, just as important game for, for uh, playing Kansas State again. But uh, this is the Big 12 Conference, and it starts right here. So, you know, around here, this place is built on championships. And winning championships and being in championship games, you can't have too many hiccups. And so, um, you know, every game is just as important as, as anything. Uh, see much difference in what it's kind of wild because even prepping for him last year new coach and Chris Kleiman new defensive coordinator but Kale, it's a lot like old Kansas State in a lot of things that they're doing have you noticed much difference here in year two not not really and especially you know uh, they, they've only played one game um, and so you know there's a lot of you know question marks out there you know are they did they not you know play certain players for a reason uh, do they not show certain screen, uh, schemes for a reason uh, so, but uh, you got you know you do have a solid season of going back and, and, and watching these guys, and they're a very prideful program, very disciplined, play very physical, play very hard, um, and uh, on all three 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 sides of the ball, you know, offense, defense, and even special teams. They you know their kickoff return teams one of the best in the country every year. Uh, their returners are always really good. Their kickoff coverage scheme is really sound. So uh, this will be a challenge for us come Saturday morning. You, you mentioned the special teams, and Kale, you've always put a big emphasis on special teams. You kind of see it around the country, right? A yeah. lot of mistakes being made by all kinds of teams. When Kansas State, who has that special teams reputation, is coming to town, have you guys emphasized it a little more? I know you emphasize it heavily already, but has there been more of a focus on those things? We, we have. Uh, there's no doubt. And, and uh, you know, Coach Beamer, who's our special teams coordinator now, uh, who kind of oversees them. Uh, we have some individual coaches who kind of run some individually. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, there's a huge emphasis on us. And, and also because of the, you know, the, the COVID and what's going on, um, and with certain teams maybe having players out, this is where you're going to get, you know, more of those walk-ons or, or your second and third team players participating in some of these these special teams. And so, um, you know, the, the, the special teams are always big, but it seems like they're even more important right now. 11 a.m. kick this Saturday for Oklahoma and Kansas State. And let's focus back on your guys a little bit, Coach. That room, as you mentioned, has been a little bit different, maybe challenging with some of the, obviously, battles with COVID and other issues. But I'm, I'm anticipating we get a chance to see another one of your walk-ons that seem to really be ready to take that next step in, in Drake Stoops. How excited are you for Drake and what his ceiling is here? Very excited. Um, and, and again, he's been, you know, this has been a challenging time through him, you know, going through the practices. Uh, you know, he's a young man who's uh, who has missed some time, uh, just like a lot of our a lot of our players on this team. So uh, but, uh, you know, a, a great young man and young man who works extremely hard and who's very talented and is a great, great route runner and has some craft to him. Uh, so uh, look forward to seeing him out there on Saturday. Okay, well, I'm just curious, you know, it's conference play. It's Kansas State. You know the game is going to be extremely physical. And I, and I know you guys played a game against Missouri State, but how do you emphasize how different it's going to be with your players? Are you guys hitting more in practice? Have you gone live at all uh, throughout the two weeks? Like, How are you getting your guys prepared for what, honestly, is just going to be a more physical football game than what you saw in the opener? Well, you know, we, we, we practice physical. 
um, you know, throughout the course of the week. We, we try to stay away from taking guys to the ground because at the end of the day, you just can't take chance on losing another player here and there throughout the course of a week uh, due to, you know, something silly. Uh, that that was not needed, but but um, you know we still have our one on ones. We still have our insides, our scales. Uh, we go against the defense. Uh, we went against them again today, and so there's you know it's fast tempo out there. You try to stay on your feet the best you can, um, but you know again this is a team in Kansas State. And ever since we've been here, we started here in, in '99. This is a very prideful team, and they pride themselves on playing playing hard and playing physical. Uh, and being disciplined. So this is kind of what you get from Kansas State, whether you play in uh, home or away every year. Real quick, before we get to the Twitter question presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors, I feel like now we're on about our third year of asking you how you felt like a quarterback did in his debut. Uh, <laughs> you, you were that guy at one point, Kale, under center. What do you think of the show that Spencer Rattler put on Saturday night? I thought he, you know, he, he played well. Um, again, we... Um, uh, you know, just going into your first game, it, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. Uh, and I know that he's he's a red shirt and he was here the year before and he's been in a little bit. But uh, you know, still, when you know that it's that it's 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 your team and your offense, um, and you're the guy that's got to make the decisions and, and the, the the you know out there on that field, um, you know, it's it's a little bit different. But uh, I think he was definitely ready to go. Uh, but the challenge is going to be much more greater from here on out. Uh, the football teams are going to be much better. The coverages are going to be much better. The rushes are going to be different. Uh, he's going to get hit more. So, um, you know, we'll see as this thing uh, moves along. But I believe uh, Coach Riley will get him ready to play. It was, uh, it was fun to watch him. And fun, that's a fun little group of freshmen and Mims, McGowan, and Spencer Rattler. Give me all the Marvin Mims stock. <laughs> I want it all. Let's get to the Academy Sports and Outdoor Twitter question for Coach. This is from Nathan McCollum. Probably should have given you a heads up. Uh, Kale on this one, but Nathan writes, who is the best player that you have coached at each position while at OU? That, uh, what, running back room, little inside receivers room, we yeah. could do a whole show on that, right? Yeah, that, that's that's tough. You know, the, the running backs, you know, obviously the, the Adrian Petersons, the DeMarco Murrays, and, you know, Quentin Griffin was a great player and his, you know, things that he did. Um, you know, the inside receiver, you got Mark Andrews, you got Sterling Shepard. Uh, so, um Again, there's, um, you know, if you ever ever have a chance to come to my office, I got certain jerseys hung up on the wall that those guys give me. So uh, the guys that are up on the wall are pretty special. You're the man. Thanks, Kale. Thank Good luck guys. on Saturday, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Kale Gundy, co-offensive coordinator, inside receivers coach. We'll talk Speed D next with Roy Manning inside the Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind. OU's football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. Riverwind, still the one. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. Sooner fans, be sure to check out Soonersports.com for your chance to win Red River Showdown football tickets from Love's Travel Stops, Riverwind, and Homeland. This segment is brought to you by Community Coffee. Family-owned Community Coffee, the official brewed coffee of OU Athletics. Taste the difference family makes. Shout out to that speed, D. Ho! Let me give a pan right there, okay? Often imitated, never duplicated, and that was a shutout. Hello, somebody talk to me. That was a shutout. I like it. The goose egg, okay? So them boys was ready to... 
They're ready to go. And there he is, <laughs> Roy Manning, as we roll on to the Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind. Here's what I want to know, Gabe. I want to know, Coach Manning, where I can get one of those Speed D masks. Now, Alex <laughs> Grinch said that you've kind of got the copyright on it and you're not sharing it, but I think, I think we've got a moneymaker on our hands there. It's, it's exclusive. I tell you that. I've been asked a number of times about that one and uh, not letting my source out just yet, but all right. maybe I have to work something out with you. <laughs> all right. All right. We can make it happen. <laughs> hey, uh, congrats on the shutout. I know we're two weeks removed. We're on to Kansas State. We're going to talk about them coming up in our next segment, but little hint there in the video. Felt pretty good about the way the defense played in week one? I uh, did. I mean, obviously, uh, to come out of any football game and give up zero points is, is, is huge. Haven't been done here in a few years. And then, uh, you know, it's a starting point. You know, again, it's, it's one of those years where uh, just looking for some positive momentum uh, uh, to get the season started. And I thought we was able to uh, get that done, obviously, uh, uh, on defense, on all sides of the ball, but uh, particularly on defense. So excited for the next one. Now, Roy, you... You're playing a lot of guys, and, and I think it's because you got a lot of talent, and that has created a ton of competition in your room. Just how good is that competition to have to kind of elevate everyone's level of play? Well, you know, I think it's it's, it's one of the biggest differences uh, from a year ago is just having uh, an opportunity to put more guys in the game, more guys that are vying for positions. Obviously, getting here, uh, that was a huge need uh, in the secondary is to upgrade their uh, talent, upgrade depth, all those things that we're going to continue to do. And so uh, uh, it's been really good to just to see uh, some of those guys uh, raise their game and things like that, knowing that somebody's lurking, somebody's on their shoulder. Ten different Sooners with a tackle, tackle for loss against Missouri State. That's incredible. Um, now, with that in mind, is your philosophy much like Coach Coach Grinch and in line with what Brian Odom talks about? I mean, do, do you want to have a set two guys, or do you like the idea of constantly being able to rotate corners in to keep them fresh? What's kind of your match on that? Yeah, you know, I, obviously, uh, just based on the philosophy behind the defenses, we do want to play more than, you know, one or two guys at a position. Why? Because, you know, the thought being um, any player on that football field is going to be better um, not playing the entire game. You know, you play 70 snaps or 80 snaps in a game, you know, you can't convince me that uh, someone's going to give you great effort and, and, and be at their uh, uh, optimal performance if they have to play the entire game and not be able to have some type of uh, a break, so to speak, or rotation. And so, you know, we sell it that way, and there's a lot of truth to that, and uh, we're going to believe in that and continue to build depth with that in mind. Now, Coach, we heard all offseason about – how Trey Brown is just a different guy. Now, the mentality, the work ethic, what he's putting on tape. What's the biggest difference you see between Trey last year and this season? Uh, it was just consistency, I think, is the biggest thing. You know, he, he definitely flashed last year. Um, and, and, and I guess the biggest challenge was to, to get him to stay at that, that high level uh, day in, day out, play in, play out, uh, game in and game out. And so I think that's the biggest thing that showed up, uh, which, which ultimately I believe uh, stemmed from a commitment to his technique, you know, which is obviously the, the, the foundation of everything we do. Um, is you have to be grounded, rooted, and, and have a solid foundation um, in terms of your technique, and that's any position. And I, I think you'll find yourself making a lot more plays when you're able to uh, start a play with great technique.
Oh, he should have had that. Uh, that that is definitely <laughs> definitely that what was hurts. on my mind when I was answering really. that question. <laughs> got to get that one because uh, you, you just don't know. You don't get many opportunities, so you got to take advantage. And and I think for a guy like Trey Brown, right, that clock starts ticking a little bit in your mind. It's your senior year. You want to make an impact. You want to. I mean, he wants to play at the next level. I I mean, I. I get a chance to see it on the sidelines, Coach. That leadership side of his has ticked up a little bit too, hasn't it? Yeah, and, and as it should, again, um, having these young guys in here and going to ask those those guys to play more, to, to, to grow up fast and do things, we, we put a lot more on our on our older guys or our veterans. And, and some of our older guys are second-year players, you know, but we put more on them this year to, hey, you got to bring these young guys along and got to be uh, vocal leaders and, and, and lead by example in, in every way we can because we're going to need everybody this season you know versatility is something we talked about last segment with coach Gundy but a, a guy that's in your room is versatile and Trey Norwood there's not a position in the secondary he can't play I know that's a double negative I'd be in trouble with my second grade teacher but he can do it all uh what, what have you seen from Trey Norwood and his reacclimation into to the lineup after the injury last year well that's just what it is is a reacclimation you know we look at him and and, and say hey here's a guy that has obviously versatility played different spots here's a guy you know that's very hezzy really really smart uh, uh intuitive football player and then you still have to remind yourself you know prior to last week he hadn't taken a snap in a game in two years you know right. what I mean? And so um, understanding that that's still going to be a little bit of a process for him, getting more and more comfortable being back in those game situations, game speed. Um, he's healthy. Obviously, he's feeling good. He's locked in, is always dialed in. And uh, but, but I expect to see him uh, kind of reassert himself back into that lineup this year. Roy, something that stood out to me in the Missouri State game was the communication on the back end, it, it seemed more efficient. It seemed cleaner. It, does that just stem from it being year two for these guys in this system and them just having a better understanding of all their assignments and what they're supposed to do? Yeah, I think definitely. You know, I think uh, we have the benefit of having uh, two really smart safeties back there. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and really smart players everywhere. But those guys, you know, Trouble and Pat Fields, those guys have been uh, in the fire for us. Uh, uh, and so they do a great job helping guys getting lined up, you know. And, and, and guys know the onus is on not just one person to get the call, but everybody to get the call, echo it, and make sure that we're all on the same page. You know, if we make a check, let's make it and make sure everybody has it. Make sure it gets communicated, and because uh, that's the big thing, you know, for the amount of Zoom meetings and things that we've gotten this year, <laughs> you, you, you're not getting out on, on on missing a call or check. No, everybody should have a clear cut. Even young guys should have a clear cut understanding of what we're doing, what we're communicating, adjustments and things of that nature. And so it's good to see. Real quick, keep doing it. Yeah, it's awesome to see. And real quick, before we break down Gabe's play of the game, uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts on one of those young guys. We're talking about depth, and we'll get into some other names next segment. But like what I've seen from Jaden Davis, Coach, where's that next step for him? Yeah, I think, uh, again, for him, is just asserting himself and uh, taking advantage of the opportunity. You know, he had an opportunity last year. I uh, was the only freshman to play, you know, um, uh, extensive snaps in the secondary, really. And so this year, again, he has to take advantage of that opportunity. He got a chance to start last weekend, and, you know, he has to continue to just build on that. And, and you know, the biggest thing is be productive when you're out there. Again, with the expectation of everybody should know what they're doing, you know, uh, playing time ultimately is going to be dependent on who puts us in the best chance to be successful and who makes the most plays. And so he has to be a playmaking guy when he's on that football field. 
Uh, we wrap up our first segment with Roy Manning, taking a look at Eichard's Intel presented by Orthodontics exclusively. Gabe, what caught your eye in the secondary Saturday night? Well, obviously, DTY's interception caught everyone's eye. But what a lot of people may not notice is let's look at Jaden Davis, bottom of the screen here. Physical football against a 6'5", 215-pound wide receiver in Lorenzo Thomas. And he is playing him so physically. The guy is out of bounds. <laughs> so we, we see a nice arm punt here to DTY. But really, the play is made by Jaden Davis playing some physical football. You have to love what you see there, Roy. No, no question. Obviously, we're a, a, a press operation here. You know, it's no secret that we want to be physical with receivers, make them earn every yard, make quarterbacks make, you know, tight throws, you know, into tight windows and, and, and make them really beat you as opposed to making it easy on them. And so uh, definitely was a, a highlight play in my film room. <laughs> Again, not the interception. Hey, this is how to be physical with guys. Took, took them to the sideline. No, no, no doubt. That's what I say. <laughs> they get anywhere near that sideline, they should be sitting down with Coach Manning. I love it. I love it. We got one more segment left with the Sooners cornerbacks coach, Roy Manning. We'll talk about Kansas State next right here on the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the TuneIn app and listen free. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&E. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics exclusively. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game and are pleased to honor these guests as they take the field with our captains. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. We're going to hang out with Roy Manning for one more segment, talking speed D. So let's start there, Coach. The, the overall mindset now, you know, Coach Grinch talked about it with us last week, but it's, it's not implementing a defense, it's not teaching. Are you seeing these guys take that next step? Yeah, I am. And, and, and probably be honest, I'm just never satisfied. <laughs> I'll be honest. That's, that's just me. That's my style. Um, again, we put a lot on these guys. But by the same token, I feel like we put these guys in position uh, uh, to do great things, to make plays, you know, and, 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 and we get a lot of work at it throughout the week. So high, high expectations for this group. Now, Roy, with the Kansas State preparation, uh, I know they didn't run it extremely well against Arkansas State, but you know that's what they want to do offensively. What have you been preaching to your guys when it comes to the physicality that's going to be required to get off blocks and make tackles in the run game? Uh, it's a premium this week. I mean, there's no doubt. You know, we got punched in the mouth last year. You know what I mean? Any way you cut it at all levels. And so um, it's going to be a physical game, uh, but it's also going to be a game of, of, of being smart out there, you know, not eliminating penalties and things of that nature. You know, we can't have those type of plays uh, against Kansas State or against any Big 12 opponent. You know what I mean? And so we got to uh, stay ahead of the sticks. We got to keep ourselves in, in, in great position and then try to get these guys in the third down. And then, uh, and then take advantage of, you know, these guys we have up front and on the back end uh, getting after it and hopefully making plays. Yeah, and, and then the challenges, Coach, take us inside 
the difficulty of not just a guy who uh, can spin it pretty well. He's, uh, Skyler has at times, and Skyler Thompson, their quarterback, but he's a dual threat too. So it's almost as if, oh, what a catch by Jade Knowles there. It's almost as if you, you have one challenge in some of their bigger playmaking receivers, but then Thompson's a guy who can tuck it and run. There's no question. You know, you turn on the film, he probably uh, does more, more damage when he gets out of the pocket. You know what I mean? And when he's moving a little bit, uh, he definitely scrambles to throw, not a scramble to scramble or run guy um, for sure. He makes all the throws. Uh, they'll throw it all the way out there to the field uh, uh, with, no, with no hesitation. And so you can't ever uh, let your guard down on the secondary in terms of uh, uh, thinking or assuming your guy may not be getting that ball. You know, they took a bunch of shots last week, uh, didn't complete as, as many as they wanted to, but they're there on film uh, to put you on notice that you better uh, be disciplined, better stay on top of receivers. But uh, ultimately, it's going to start up front. Uh, like, like you guys just said, we got to stop the run. We know that's who they are identity-wise. They want to stay ahead of the sticks and uh, uh, pound you and pound you and then open you up with the play action and deep throws and things of that nature. So huge challenge on our hands this weekend. Now, I know you guys study the opponent's wide receiver core extensively, Roy. Well, what do you see from Kansas State? Obviously, Malik Knowles is a burner. The Shabaston Taylor kid almost had 100 yards. In their game against Arkansas State, big guy, 6'4", over 220. Phillip Brooks, he, he looks like he's one of the Lockett's cousins. <laughs> I mean, they got all kinds of different body types and different skill sets. What do you see when you've been studying them on tape? Uh, just, you know, they, they run really good routes, real crisp routes, getting in and out of their breaks. Uh, like you mentioned, very physical. You know, they have that size to them, like, you know, typical in this conference, big, big receivers across the board. And so uh, we got to be physical at the line with these guys. You know, when we get those opportunities to press. We got to get in their face and take advantage of that. But even more important is be competitive at the at top end of the route. You know what I mean? Uh, and be able to stay in position where we can get our hands in there and get the ball out, dislodge it, or, or make a play on the football. And so, um, like I said, uh, the quarterback, he'll throw it everywhere. Uh, you know, he got, got two great receivers out there, but he'll spread it around. And so we got to just uh, be ready for when our opportunity comes knocking. Now, we talked to Kale about kind of the, the different energy that's in the facility right now out on the practice field because it is conference play. It is K-State. There is a revenge game factor to this one, can you feel that in your room? Uh, do you feel that your guys are so excited for that challenge to go against these wide receivers for K-State? Uh, I, I think they are, and you know, you know, and I don't think it stems. Um, from anything having to do with last year because we kind of, you know, last year is last year, good or bad. But, you know, I think our guys are just excited really to play football. You know, we had that that long wait this offseason just to get back into it. And so to start that season off and, 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 and get to play again and then go to a bye week, you know, guys just want to play football uh, no matter who the opponent is and, and all to the better. You know what I mean? We're, we're into Big 12 play where each and every game obviously counts. Uh, and so we're excited. We're always excited to get out there and uh, compete and get after it. Speaking of guys that are ready, I'd be curious to get your perspective on some of those young guys who have caught your eye. Um, I mean, is, is there a chance maybe we'll see some more of guys like the Bryson Washingtons of the world and some of these some of these newcomers, Coach, that you have brought in over the next few weeks? Yeah, you know, I, I hope so, you know, and I always ultimately tell those guys, you know, every, every day in practice, that's your resume. Every day uh, you're building and instilling confidence that you can go in the game and, and, and get your job done. And so, uh, like you mentioned, a bunch of young talent, uh, I know Josh Eaton got a chance to uh, yeah. get some action last week and, and, and a couple other young guys, but uh, some
some of those guys, again, um, while they're freshmen, we're going to count on them, you know, and so they got to grow up fast, and that sense of urgency is definitely being – that's the message being preached and being pushed from us. And then one random question. I, I need I like to know it. because Roy's always got the juice. <laughs> always, always. Never seen him without the juice. What's the caffeine intake like? What, what, what's the regimen here, Roy? I'm curious because I need to get some of it in my life. I, I, <laughs> I get that question, you know, and I, I, I stopped the uh, – I used to do the espresso a little bit and things. I don't do the energy drinks. I'm, I'm being 100% honest. I am just always humble and appreciative of the opportunity to wake up be alive and, and do something I love to do. And, and that gets me going. There, there, there's no secret to it. I just really uh, try to uh, take advantage of living in the present and being excited about what I'm doing, who I get to do it with, where I'm at. And again, I'm at OU coaching with a great bunch of guys, coaching uh, uh, great kids, great young men. I just feel like that that's my juice. That's my motivation each and every day to be the best. I heard Jeff N. Gundy say something during the playoffs the other day. He said, if you're juiceless, you're useless. And definitely, <laughs> Roy Manning brings the juice. All right. I know you got to get to another interview, but before we get rid of, uh, before we let you get on to that, the Academy Sports and Outdoor Twitter question comes from our man Evan Todd, who wants to know what drives you, coach, and what helped to form your work ethic? I think you laid a lot of it out right there, didn't you? Yeah. You know, ultimately, you know, it, it just stems from my upbringing. Uh, just two hardworking parents that just instilled in me at a young age, like, don't don't expect anything, don't make excuses, you know, put your head down and grind, work, you know what I mean? And, and outwork, there's always somebody out there outworking, so you always got to keep that edge and that competitiveness about you. Don't ever get complacent and uh, and, and take advantage of your opportunities because they, they don't always come around, so... It's me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Never change, Coach. Congrats on the win last week. Good luck against Kansas State. We appreciate your time inside the Coach's Corner. Thank you so much. Boomer. Boomer soon. That's Roy yeah, Maddie. brother. Sooner cornerbacks, Coach. We'll wrap up the Coach's Corner next, presented by Riverwind. Thanks to Roy Manning and Kale Gundy. How fun was that? Those guys. They're the best. Those guys are awesome. They make our jobs easy. I, I'm sitting here, and we only got three minutes left in this segment, and I, I mean, I just want to sit here and go, wow, how fun was that? Quickly, though, let's take a look around the NFL, and really there's one place we need to focus on right now. Oh, my goodness, what Kyler Murray is doing with the Arizona Cardinals right now. They've started 2-0. It has been fantastic. He's an MVP candidate. Why are people surprised? I, know. I don't understand. Like, I know he's not the tallest guy in the world, but how about this, Plank? Tell me five quarterbacks you'd take ahead of Kyler Murray right now in the National Football League. It'd be tough. Russell Wilson, right? Russell, That's Pat, fair. Patrick Mahomes won Gotta a Super Bowl. Got to take Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers playing really well Aaron Rodgers, body of work as would, well. He's on you, a mission. Would you put Lamar Jackson ahead of him? Mm. Give me Kyler. Let's go. I'm not, and Lamar's tremendous MVP last year. Deserved it. And the Ravens look really good. Really good, yeah. But Kyler's ability to throw the ball, and it seems like he's a more willing runner this year. Now, not the QB design runs like we get in Baltimore, but right. the guy is unbelievable. Give me Kyler. Right. He's been great. You saw there, too. Speaking of Baltimore, uh, Marquise Brown had a really nice weekend. He's good. Uh, as did Mark Andrews and Baker with a great Thursday night. So we'll keep tabs on the Sooners in the uh, NFL every week here on the Coach's Corner. And we wrap it up by looking at a thing of beauty. The full slate in the Big 12 this weekend. Finally, some teams getting on the field like TCU, who's scheduled to host Iowa State on Saturday morning. 
Uh, and, and, and Baylor, Dave Miranda said this week, he thinks they're going to play. They're feeling good about things against Kansas. I feel so bad for Dave Miranda. <laughs> They've tried and tried and tried, and they just haven't been able to get the Bears on the field yet. Texas and Texas Tech is at 2.30. Oklahoma, of course, and Kansas State, 11 a.m. We'll be on the Sooner Radio Network at the 9 a.m. pregame show. But I don't, we only got about 30 seconds left, but you're keeping an eye on that Oklahoma State-West Virginia game, aren't you? I think that one could get a little interesting. Oklahoma State's offensive line didn't look tremendous last week against Tulsa. What's the strength of West Virginia's football team? That D-line, baby. That D-line led by the Stills brothers. Watch out, Cowboys. You better play. And we don't know what's up with Spencer Sanders. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Neil Brown's teams have always made a big leap in year two. So. The Daggy kid looks pretty good at quarterback. Sam James at wide receiver. They got a two-headed monster at running back. I'm just saying. It's a really, just really saying. interesting match. A fun stop today. Thanks to Roy Manning. Thanks to Kale Gundy. For my partner, Gabe Eichert, and our producer, Whitney Viney, I'm Chris Plank. Have a great game day. Oh, you Kansas State this Saturday and Boomer Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this has been the Riverwind Coaches Corner, presented by Riverwind, still the one. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.